You are listening to Pitch a Welcome Fit, to a VIC Radio the Pitch production. a Fit podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Becht. Pitch a Fit offers a chance to create and tell stories that don't take themselves too seriously. After a couple days of individual brainstorming, guests join me for a round robin of pitching, planning, and progressing their blockbuster ideas. Since each synopsis is heard for the first time, initial reactions and questions are allowed, but only one pitch will get the opportunity for extended time and attention to really bring it to life, whichever the group votes on getting the green light. Today's genre is gender-swapped reboots. I'm joined by Leah in Montreal, Canada. As an introduction, I asked her to prepare her favorite film, who she'd want to portray her in a film, and what color would be her character's staple. Yes, okay, so my favorite movie, or film as you would call it, is The League of Their Own. I don't know if you've seen it. No? Okay. Not. It is it's a really really good one it's it's sometimes considered a classic depending on who you talk to um mostly if you talk to me but basically it's about the first ever women's baseball team which happened when uh which happened during world war ii in the states when many major league baseball players went off to war and then they were like well what are we gonna do like how are we gonna entertain the people and then they were like what if women did baseball and then they were like wait women can't run and then they were like wait women can run and then it's basically it has like all the elements of like a like a time period piece where you get all the cool costumes of the 40s and you get like all of these great pivotal moments and it's also historically based so it's just an all-around good time wait it's a league of their own right mm-hmm. oh my yeah. god i guess the connection must have clipped i really thought you said louis get your own and i was <laughs> like oh i don't know that one um oh like king louis maybe or like some like jazziness you know louis 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 and then when you're describing it i was like wow this reminds me so much of like this madonna film that i've seen clips from so playing you who do you see okay so i just love blake lively i will just say that i think if i were to cast anyone in the entire world i would love for her to play me and that is all i'll say and then a lot of times in films that character has that like signature go-to color like Elle Woods we think of pink what would be Leah mine would definitely be like a pale yellow sort of like this post-it color mm. I really like um a pale yellow and it's actually interesting because I used to hate yellow as a color in general I used to I used to be really team hating on yellow but I've really come around to appreciate yellow and now so many things in my life just are yellow like I can't I can't seem to get anything that just isn't yellow or purple or like a lilac you know Mm. there is a really big vendetta against the color yellow that I feel like is not talked about as someone who has loved the color since childhood it, like I vividly remember once in class someone was like what's everyone's favorite color and I was like yellow and the substitute teacher was like that's no one's favorite color. You're lying. Rude. I'm but a child. Why are you saying this to me? Yeah, but why are you criticizing? <laughs> like, why are you getting so upset over just a color? <laughs> and why the color yellow of anything? It's supposed to be all happy and light. Like that one sub just ate some yellow snow one day and oh. have not has not gotten back from that. That's a core memory for them, and I yeah. think <laughs> that's for them. 
And now let's get to our pitches. All right. My pitch, Jane Bond. So here's what I was thinking with this. James Bond as a franchise is colloquially known as like one of the most macho guy, very, very masculine movies where the female characters are often referred to as Bond girls, or actually I should say like the, the most like main characters that are female. Um, whereas they don't necessarily have that much of a role in the plot itself, but they're more of like a sexual side conquest. So my idea with Jane Bond is flip the entire script on itself. So mm. we're actually still going to be doing um, a spy movie, which is just as full of action and seduction and just general badassery except the main character is going to be a female spy whose conquest then is a beautiful man so my main cast for this i think my first choice personally would be zendaya i think mm. she would kill it but i also have some alternatives so my main bond guy quote unquote as we would call it in this movie would be robert pattison and i just think him and zendaya would be really really interesting together but that is all also very much up for interpretation because that's just my view of it but i also have some backup so my backup for the main role would also be margot robbie just because i can totally see her embracing that and my backup for the bond guy is this guy named devin terrell who recently starred in netflix's series cursed so knowing that i'm not like super well versed in film and everything i didn't necessarily have that many directors that i knew off the top of my hand so i did some research and i wanted to find i wanted to find a female director because I find that a lot of what makes the Bond movies very characteristic to what they are is the male gaze that is used in describing the, the Bond girls. So in order to flip the script on itself, I wanted to then employ a female gaze. And I feel like the only authentic way to do that is to hire a female director. Totally. So I looked towards Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman. And while I know that Wonder Woman has some fair share of criticism, I remember seeing the fight scenes, or at least there's this one scene where the gladiators were all training and it was this training montage of all these like cool badass lady warriors. And I just got such a kick out of it. And I, I can't describe to you like the chills that I got from it. So I think if she could even recreate something close to that in Jane Bond, that would be wonderful. My second other choices were Lana Wachowski and Lily Wachowski, who both directed The Matrix. And I just mm -hmm. think the visuals and the like action elements of The Matrix are so, so cool that I also think that that would translate really, really nicely into this type of movie that I'm going for. So one thing that I actually did want to bounce off of you in terms of the direction that I want to go with uh, with this movie proposal is the idea of the female gaze just because I talked a little bit about how the male gaze was very much employed in James Bond in describing and showing the female characters who were in there. I guess I want to replicate something similar to that but I also kind of stray away from like wanting to objectify guys because I also don't think that I don't know that's not the best practice so if there was some kind of like in between where we could have like 
maybe like a female empowered gaze but like neutral to objectification then maybe that's what i would probably lean towards but at the same time i also think that maybe a female gaze would just be refreshing in general to see um because that was very much employed in the 2016 like uh, ghostbusters where chris hemsworth I think it was Chris Hemsworth, maybe. Oh, yeah. He was just, like, man candy. Yeah, he was basically just man candy. And I think it actually worked well for the movie. I can't say from an ethical point of view of whether or not, like... I don't necessarily feel like maybe it was that much of objectification, but at the same time, this is something... Exactly. This, like, I wanted to bounce this off of you just because, like, I get so caught up in my own thoughts. So what do you think of this? Uh, Every time someone says gays, I just think of gays. (laughs) G-A-Y-S. And I'm like... (laughs) I feel like if you ground the character with some type of attributes that gives him more depth than just he's beautiful, you know, that could be a really great way to balance that, that it's like, ooh, he's so fine, but it's like he has heart to it too, you know, but I think that might, it might be interesting to see how that plays into with the plot of the potential film, like what role, like is he gonna be like Jane Bond's sidekick or Jane Bond's like associate in the um, franchise or in the plot do you have an idea for what the plot might be yeah I do um and I apologize for the notifications (laughs) I have not going off but I I did kind of want to keep in line with the general or I guess the function of the love interest in the James Bond movies because a lot of the time the bond girls don't actually end up with james bond they're more like uh i'd call them like side conquests earlier but they're they they're kind of like objects for seduction but i do also think that they have some element of characterization towards them where their characters are developed to a certain extent and so i agree with what you're saying in that while i do want man candy i also don't want it to just be like like he's only here because he's hot, you know? I yeah. think I would want the character to also have some substance and for that also to be uh, explored to some extent. But I also want Jane Bond to be the main seductress and um, like get involved with the main Bond guy, but not end up with them because I think that's what I want. I don't want there to be a romance element where they actually end up together because I want the main focus of the of the movie to be Jane Bond as an individual and her success and like tribulations in her actual job and I want her job to be like the main focus whereas the seductive element I think should still be like a side a side thing one thing I would definitely love to not see out of the spy aspect for her is I feel like a lot of times when it's like lady spies it's like oh but she's just a woman you know or something like that like I want it to be unquestionable that Jane Bond is gonna kill it do I mean even Mm -hmm. with her like unless do you feel like it would be important to kind of have that Jane Bond is doubted or seen as an underdog within her um spy agency I would hope that this character already from the get-go is respected, is considered an authority in her field, and is considered an expert at what she does as well. So there are some examples where I feel like I see that kind of female character, whereas I do think that alluding to some, I guess, discriminatory practices that she's had to deal with 
that would help in developing her character but I don't think that I want that to be like a main element of the film like I I genuinely want this movie to be about her capabilities as a spy and about how cool she is doing that I think this is a great (laughs) place to stop though with this pitch to wrap it up thank you so much for that amazing Jane Bond idea we shall see if it is chosen for the green light thank you so for my pitch idea I want to see a Lady Gremlins reboot if you are familiar with the Gremlins franchise, there is a Gremlin that appears in them named Greta. I really encourage you, if you do not know what she looks like, I encourage both Leah and the listener to look her up because she is iconic. She is, I can't even begin to describe her. She's just fabulous. Imagine like Jessica Rabbit dropped in like acid. Like she just <laughs> is something else. She's so seductive and sultry, but like alien iconic. She has a whole beat face. It really kills me the beauty standards they put on her. And on one hand, I'm like, oof. But on another hand, I'm like, serve it, babe, you know? And in the co- narrative context of the Gremlins film franchise, if my research proves correct, she's the only Gremlin that survives the film that she's in. So she is still alive and out there, I'm pretty sure. Or we can bring her back. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want it to be the typical Gremlins pot, which is, except maybe age them up a bit because. Since Greta Gremlin is so seductive and sultry in her appearance, I don't think it's appropriate to be like, oh, I'm buying a toy for my child. For those of you that do not know the Gremlins movie, it's like, going to buy a gift for my kid. Instead of it taking place during Christmas, like the original Gremlins, I want it to be a group of friends getting ready for their hot girl summer. You know? Like, yes. they... Wait, gremlin girls? No, humans. Because the gremlins need to wreck up some humans' lives. Even though I would love, like, a Girls Trip Spring Breakers movie, but it's just a group of gremlin women, that would be very interesting. And that is something that could also be taken into consideration for a potential other film idea with this concept. But my initial idea was kind of, it's like, a group of friends, you know, like, 20-somethings, and they just are getting ready for their hot girl summer, and they kind of, like... Get, I guess they're buying gifts to kind of ready their like maybe they have like a beach house and they're like just accessorizing it and they want to make it this like amazing like place to just feed this iconic summer they're gonna have you know like we gotta get the ambience right maybe they're influencers and it needs to adhere to the brand that they hold on social media and that is how our girl Greta comes into play where she just bought us the gag gift and then when the girls are like plastered girls or guys or gays i don't know who's in this house i feel like greta is one for everyone and they're so plastered of these nights of partying that they actually do all the things you're not supposed to do with greta and she comes to life and wrecks havoc on this hot girl summer and that is my pitch for my lady gremlins reboot wonderful what kind of um havoc would she wreck and also just to go back to your earlier point of like, I think that a Greta Girls Trip spinoff, Spring Break spinoff would be the next step, the next logical step. I wonder with that is would it be like the Chipmunks where it's like, they're just like us, you know, (laughs) and everyone else is just so chill with it. Or would there need to be in a Girls Trip Greta Gremlins spinoff? Like, would it need to be 
addressed? Or should we just not address it? Like, I think of the Chipettes movie when a group of grown women challenge the Chipettes to a dance-off. <laughs> and I'm like, imagine your life when you get so threatened by a bunch of chipmunks at a club that you're like, I'm going to show these girls. How embarrassing. Like, if I lost a dance battle to a group of chipmunks, I'd go in Lord of the Flies I've Island. I choreographed dance that you had pre-rehearsed with your two girls just on, in the hopes just in case there was another corresponding group who wanted to challenge you that night i don't think enough people actually put the time and effort to choreograph dances in the hopes that they might actually dance battle someone or think about in stuart little when they the family like went to an adoption center and out of all the kids that there were there they chose a mouse and then there's that one scene where Stuart Little wants to be on the same soccer team as, like, his brother. So they just let a mouse be one of the 11 players on the soccer field. And he's just so ass at it because he's a mouse and much smaller than the ball. Think about that. How's this, though? That's a great college essay. You know, I wasn't selected <laughs> at the adoption agency because a mouse was. Or I never got to play soccer because they gave my spot to a tiny rat. You know? Yeah. I think... Honestly, favorite trope of film is just the, like, blasé air that occurs with these, like, creatures that have human qualities. You know, like, the entire B-movie. What was that? Yeah, Why like, boyfriend, like, painted out to be the most insane person, but he was actually the only voice of reason that entire time. <laughs> and I then know. they also had that one joke about making a suicide pact together in a Disney movie. Yeah, why did they do that? So much wise, not enough ex explanation. Yeah. But I would kind of love if that occurred in our Lady Gremlins Girls spinoff. Honestly, I'm kind of enjoying this idea more than the original, which, because in the wrecking havoc on, these hot, on the Hot Girl Summer, I think that would be so entertaining to see the Gremlins kind of get crafty with how they ruin this hot girl summer yeah. honestly maybe they even combine the two and the gremlins have their own hot girl summer and that's what ruins this group's hot girl summer yeah they go on the actual human girls trip instead of the human girls so like say that's the actual plot of the movie Say there's actually more Greta's. Greta has a girl squad of her own of Lady Gremlins. Girl bosses. Yeah, a bunch of girl boss Gremlins. So they hear, they live in the same house. They hear about this um, great spring break, break uh, trip planned by these human girls. They're like, oh, obviously, we're going to go hijack that immediately. And so they do the classic trope of like leading them to a closet somehow. And then they're like, wait, this isn't blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly they get knocked out and they're wearing the same clothes as the girls were in the beginning. And then they step into like the Uber to go to the airport. But like <laughs> no one else really notices that they're gremlins because they're wearing like the human girls clothes and they're carrying the human girls passports. And for some reason, no one at the airport can tell that these gremlins are not the human girls that they say that they are. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be like a gag almost that it's like, yeah, I'm just wearing a lot of makeup. Or it's like, I'm recovering from a plastic surgery, you know? Or like... I just got sunburned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that everyone's just like, yeah, okay. 
And then I would almost love for the human girls to break out and they go to find the girl, the gremlin girl bosses that are having this hot girl summer when they should be. And they're like, you won't get away with this. But then when they get there, the gremlin, they are the hot girls. Like, they are killing it. They are at every party. Like, all the guys are all over them, which is horrifying. But let's ignore that part. Like, I think that would be, like... And then our poor lady protagonists are the voice of reason in that they're just like, why is everyone hyping up these gremlins? Like, (laughs) what about us? This is supposed to be our hot girl summer. And the gremlins can be like, it's a hot gremlin summer. You thought, you know? And then Megan the Stallion comes out and sings hot gremlin summer. It's a remix. Yeah. Call it hot gremlin summer. And then that is the moment when they say the title of the movie in the movie. You know how every, sometimes they do that in the movies and you're like, like, yes yeah and the way that they have the way that the human protagonists do the final confrontation is in the form of a club dance battle totally sung a duet by megan the stallion and megan the gremlin yes we have a megan the stallion gremlin version that exists somehow and she raps with the real life megan the stallion or honestly if we can't get megan the stallion for the film which would be heartbreaking because she is her iconicness and branding is serving as a huge basis of this film i think a megan the gremlin (laughs) has to be addressed you know in some capacity yeah and i just would love to see these little gremlin girls and they're like cute couture like maybe they create their own style almost that's like garbage chic because i don't know how the heck you would dress a gremlin um just based off greta gremlin like she honestly has a hot girl style like with the boa and the like cheetah print suit oh it's like a two-piece yeah but oh she's wearing wait she's wearing like black pumps too see greta gremlin was having the hot girl summer before it even existed like she's it's kind of disturbing though how if i remember correctly it's like oh, the gremlins are made. And then one of the gremlins like, let me drink this lady elixir. And then that's how it becomes Greta gremlin. And I'm like, I kind of hate that Greta gremlin is what these makers were like, oh, this is woman. This is lady gremlin. But I'm like, at this point, let's just play into it. You know, like, let's just accept it. Let's make Greta gremlin the gay icon that she deserves to be. I think this is also a great place to wrap up and move into our green light. So since it is just the two of us, I think it's best if you just flip a coin. I have a coin in front of me. Let's say heads is Greta, tails is Jane Bond, okay? Heads, yeah, heads, Greta, tails, Jane Bond. The coin will decide. It is tails. With that, Jane Bond receives the green light. The floor is back open for questions, comments, and ideas for how to develop this further. Do you have an idea of where this plot might be taking or what it is her mission is? Or was that just kind of like, we'll see that when we get there, you know? Yeah, this was more of a premise for a movie mm-hmm. than than a really fleshed out plot idea. But if you have any ideas as to like where she could go or what she could do, because like, while I have seen all of the James Bond movies, I cannot tell you what their plot is. <laughs> I could just, I could not tell you. I don't remember anything about any of the plots. 
I started one with my family and then I went to take a shower because I thought they were going to make cookies and when I got out of the shower they had started the rest of the film without me and it was so far in I couldn't understand what was happening so I left. (laughs) So I do not know any of the James Bond plots either. What I do though know though going back to your premise is they are violently British and that was the one thing that I was a bit skeptical about was that Jane Bond's actresses neither potential options were British. Do you worry this could cause a backlash within the James Bond fandom? Or what are your thoughts on this? Potentially a British actress. Such might I suggest. Um, <laughs> Why would my first thought go to Naomi Campbell? I don't know if that <laughs> would. I don't know if that would be the vibe, but that would be interesting to see Naomi Campbell in Jane Bond in some capacity. I feel like she'd mm-hmm. be a killer spy. No, honestly, Naomi Campbell would kill that role. You would. Yeah, and like I'm almost too scared to cast her because I feel like it might be too successful. <laughs> <laughs> she would get too method. Yeah. She would like <laughs> she, she would actually would... learn how to kill a man with her bare hands without like needing to. That's assuming she doesn't already know how to do that. No, that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, Naomi Campbell would be so I want to see her in some capacity yeah. in this film. Yeah. She's Especially so... like I will say about Zendaya, she has a very young energy to her, and not to say that Naomi Campbell doesn't, but Naomi Campbell also does have this like more well-established um, presence in the acting world than I think Zendaya has for for her career. Not to discredit my absolute idol Zendaya, because I think she's actually wonderful and great, but I will say that she does, Naomi Campbell does just come off a little more mature as Mm -hmm. a person and so maybe that would work better for jane bond's character because i also imagine that this character would have their own tragic history and their own set of adversities that they've faced before and with someone as young as zendaya i just don't know if the the history and like the length of history that i would like to accompany jane bond's character would be appropriate with someone like Zendaya. Do you have any places where you think you would like this to go? Or like, do you have maybe any pivotal scenes you would like to see or moments? I would love to see a villain. Give me hot take, villain Julie Andrews. I am tired of seeing her play these good girl roles. I wanna see Julie Andrews wreck some havoc. Oh my God. I want to see Julie Andrews as the most wicked James Bond villain ever. And I want her to mess up Jane Bond's life. And almost maybe Julie Andrews can come off as like the really sweet character. And then that's the amazing twist is it's like, Nasus, she has been backstabbing you the entire time. Julie Andrews, okay. The, the, like, the evilness about her is the fact that she um, brands herself as being like this goody good good person who you can trust who jane bond also trusts throughout the majority of the movie let's say julie andrews actually plays the head of mi6 and then it turns out that she's actually cooperating with the biggest villain or like she's actually the boss of the biggest villain but like they had no idea so she had everybody fooled do we want julie andrews to be the surprise shift or dame maggie smith let me just look up Dame Maggie Smith again. It's Professor McGonagall oh, in Harry Potter. Okay, okay. okay, I think Julie Andrews would make such a really great like cop out. Not not a cop out. That's not what I mean. What I mean is like um, she would make a really good surprise villain where it's like 
maybe Dane Maggie Smith or someone else is like portrayed to be the antagonist the entire time and secretly it's Julie Andrews who's actually controlling that person behind the scenes but she re- like she retains her own good reputation and image <laughs> or honestly give me Kate Middleton as the villain or like Prince William like let's just have like doppelganger seven yeah you know like let Jane Bond take down the monarchy I would say Prince Philip could have been a really great one but rest, rest in, in peace. peace rest in peace the fact we're filming this <laughs> on the day he passed away rest in peace rest in peace sir oof and on that note, I feel like we've come to a decent stopping point for our Jane Bond pitch. I think it's got some beautiful legs. I mean, with Naomi Campbell, how can it not? <laughs> so now as a send off, I'd love to hear your acceptance speech for when we win best screenplay for this incomparable film that is Jane Bond. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for voting. I'd like to thank the Academy. I would like to thank my best friend, Charles, who collaborated on this with me. Without him, I would not have been able to develop this idea into the multi-million dollar franchise that Jane Bond has now become as a result of this monumental success. I'd like to thank my parents who had me I'd like to thank the universe for continuing to exist. Um, I'd like to thank Harry Styles for existing, even though he's not here. Um, Yeah, thank you. Jane Bond all the way. Go buy our merch. (laughs) Please get in that plug. Well, thank you for joining me, Leah. While I'm unsure when Pitch of Fit will be back to broadcast, I can promise every second now recording will be brainstorming. Thanks for listening, and until next time. This has been a VIC Radio production.